Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season two of the Pat and JT podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time always gonna be the best. Come on. Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. I think we need to take advantage of the fact that Scotty, who does that voice, is in here and record us a season three, for God's sakes, or just take it's been season really? two for it's two and a half years. <laughs> we just talked about that last week, we too. Did. How many episodes in season, season two? 597. Like, I think this is seven. Season or, one was like 87 no, episodes. No, it was 365. <laughs> we were going to change a new season every year. It was 365 oh, episodes. In season one. Yes, in season one. In season two. Has been ever since. Yeah, we audible. Two and a half so years. If, if, I well, forgot we, I even did that. Listen. <laughs> Less, Not that I don't listen every day. I just kind of skip. Did you forget I we skip. didn't pay you? I, I forgot went. you still podcast for crazy. <laughs> okay, so let's all pause for a second and just say season three. One, three, two, one. Season three. Perfect. Okay, we'll just cut that in later. Fix it. <laughs> Free voice work. Cool. How long has it been since you went on our, on our show? Our, it was So like, it's been at least three years because I three moved years. to Boston... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Was right around the Fourth of July. But you were back, weren't you back yeah. once uh, like a year or so ago with Performance Mindset guys? The Performance Mounds, Mountain, Mind, yeah, that would have been yeah. two years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> last year. So we, see how fast it's gone by. Yeah, Lord. yeah, that's been that's been two years. I did forget about that. I forget wow. about a lot of things as you get older. You Dude. just block it. It don't have you don't have room for it. It's, many, like, it's like you have you you can only hold so much in here. So when you learn something new, something old falls out. Well, so you, that's you, you, that's so the just, idea. Supposedly, I mean, how many times a week my wife goes. We've had this conversation like five times, five times a week. She'll say that and I'll, and I'll have to like fake my way out of it. I'm like, I know I meant, but I meant like Hap, add a little addendum to him. You don't fake shit. <laughs> she knows. I don't think she knows. I'm pretty know. slick. I, she knows. Have I'm you ever slick. seen the TikTok? She's going to know. Yeah. She knows. She's going to know. I know she knows. She's just nice enough not to say anything. She's like, yeah. They're going to know. They're going to know. They always know. Yeah. They, <laughs> you finally get smart and you're just like, yeah, you just fess up. Like, yeah, of course. I, of course. Of course I left that out. Are you kidding right. me? Yeah. But it was just, so fun the first time. I wanted to do it again. That's what you, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. <laughs> I liked hearing your voice so much the first time. I wanted to hear it again. Uh, yeah. That, yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I'll, I'll write that one down. To, I Until know. I get punched in the neck. Yeah, yeah. right. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. It's been yeah. a while. Uh, New yeah. digs? New uh, digs here? Yeah. yeah. Have you had the whole tour yet? No, we just rolled okay. in here. Yeah, so the ping pong table's over there. The recliners are back there. Pop machine. It's funny <laughs> that like these companies now recruit people, you know. Oh, we've got golf course over here. We got putt putt in the back. Like, okay, I know. What does that really mean? I think it's going to go full circle, though. I think it's. I think we're going to see a return to. We have a job for you. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, God, I'd like that. I'll take a job. Yeah. You know, it, I think it will come back around. I, th- I mean, eventually. I mean, how you know. What? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't whole understand. It was great at first when Google's like, "Yeah, you don't have to work Fridays. You go surfing all day on Friday." Well, what if I don't surf? You yeah, know? <laughs> right. Right. So right. then I got to go work out. Like, what do I got to do? I think the coolest thing about the whole, the whole all of the transition in the last twenty years to more of a chilled out workplace. I do like like the little collaboration areas and places around an office instead of just everybody being at a desk all the time. Like that's the yeah. only places you have to go. There's like little couches here and nooks there where you can get together and talk and collaborate. Yeah. I do like that, but um, everything else is like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's a distraction. True. Dress code's a little bit 
better these days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dress code's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't. Nothing that, has changed for us. What are you talking point. about? Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, I mean, I didn't get into radio because of music. I got in because I could wear flip flops every day, every day, <laughs> and hoodies. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so you're right. It's the same exact thing. You're right. That's a good point. Nothing has changed. <laughs> Zero. Uh, well, there is something that's changed since you and I worked together. Is that you? You, you might. You might want to explain that. Well, we worked together. Because, you know, there are. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people that probably don't know. Yeah. This. Pat right? and I worked in radio. It's a long story, but we can cut to. Mm-hmm. We ended up working together together at a station called The Edge. We'd known each other before from Rosenblatt Stadium. Where did you guys first meet? It's Rosenblatt Stadium. Rosenblatt Stadium. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Rosenblatt Stadium. Rosenblatt Stadium. You were on the grounds crew. I was a bat boy. Correct. And um, yeah, then we worked there, and then what? Five, six, seven years later, ended up getting into. Ironically, getting. I was in radio, yeah. and you got a job at The Edge where I worked. Correct. And then just by circumstance, we did a Saturday show, and then we got brought on to do nights at the mm-hmm. Edge Radio. Did station. you guys want to be worked? Want to work together? They put you together. We pitched it to work together. We did. I I was never. Um, you, as you, you will hear, about as that? you will hear in this did interview, <laughs> I am not very good at interviewing. I'm a great person to make the interviewer really good. Like that's a good role for me. I needed him. Um, I needed a partner Whoa. and we just, we just got along really well. Yeah. 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 Cause we, we, we just had that sense. We, 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 our personalities and the way we got along together worked out perfect with that kind of music at that time. Yeah. And nobody was doing what we did at night on yeah. the radio and there's just being absolute idiots. Yes. Cause we didn't know any better. Like everybody right. else was yeah. pre-programmed to do these things a certain way. And we're like, well, I don't know how to do that. Yes. So we're going to do it this way. And it worked. Yes, mm-hmm. it did. It, it, mm-hmm. that is the whole reason I could have never done it by myself at all mm-hmm. to, I to go as far as we did. One, I, and I wouldn't have wanted to because it, it's not it's, it's not, not fun, fun. When you're by, doing it by it's yourself. It's not fun doing no, it solo. No. no, you know what's interesting? We did, um, and it's, when you mentioned that that it wasn't being done here, nobody else was doing that here. A show at night. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of my first jobs in radio, an overnight show, and it was called the Middle of the Damn Night Show, and there were four of us. And, wow. And and we had one guy on the street. Yeah. And we we worked we 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 primarily worked for the third shifters, and so we'd have uh, at seven in the morning, everybody go to the bar. Mm. And we'd have happy hour. Nothing's changed. And yep, <laughs> <laughs> was my wheelhouse. That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but nobody else was doing. That. And I still think that's a great idea. I still mm-hmm. think that there's a market for that. Well, there is, but there's no money. But there's in no money anymore. There's no commitment. There's no money. Right. And it's a t- it's yeah. tough. Look at yeah. all the competition mm-hmm. for your dollars, for your time, yeah. everything else. But at the time, it yeah. made sense. Yeah, there was no internet. We well, were. I think yeah. we were like a thirty share. That's awesome. And, 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 not to geek out over here, but that's a lot of people listening. That's a lot of people listening, but yet not making any money because nobody wanted to advertise to to dirt to stoners, basically. Yeah, that was good. like yeah. teens, like middle twenty people. They weren't 20s. liquid. No, they were not liquid. No, yeah. well, they were a bit. Do you remember the first contract? Because I worked for free for two years, and then the first contract that they put us together for twelve mm-hmm. k. Yep. We had, we had to split a salary. Yes, we did. We, we did. Split. We split it. Uh, so yep. the the, the yeah. night shift was twenty four thousand, and that's yep. how they did it. Right. Yep. I couldn't remember that. Yeah, that's split, great. Split the salary, and then we also split bologna sandwiches. We, <laughs> oh, we do. Yeah, we would go to Jubilee Foods and eat that terrible food. Yeah. Uh, oh for like my it was God. like a dollar for an entree. Yes. Yeah. Wow. But it was fun. It was fun though. I wouldn't change the it. Best no, times. exactly. It was, it was the best times. It was exactly. the best times. We were we were uh, doing things that. Mm-hmm. No one would ever hire us today to do. <laughs> we would only be on like TikTok or something. Right. Well. And, and I was, I think about that a lot. Imagine if TikTok or Instagram had been oh. around when we were doing what we were doing. It would have been amazing. 
or we did well. <laughs> If if, if, if if TikTok if it was yeah, around what we then, were doing at our, that time I I do believe we would have yes it yes. would have been it would have benefited us for yeah. sure but I for think sure social been. media for me growing up would have been a bad deal oh a disaster yeah. it would have been it would have been rough yeah. for me too yeah yeah but it would have yeah. benefited what we were doing for a job mm-hmm. oh yeah. yeah we would because we were we wouldn't have had to edit that much because I mean when we're going out and. You know, giving away plates from Goodwill to people on the street. Right. I mean, that's Throwing stuff. sausages at interns. Yes. You don't have to edit much of that. No. <laughs> no. No. Edit yeah. some good in, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, I kid. I kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time. Oh, my God. But, yeah. like, the, I would never would have guessed that, where was that, 25 years ago, 30 years, years ago, ago, that looking ahead to now that you um, are authoring a book, that you wrote a book. <laughs> Which like, is just a joke. Um, it's cr- it'd be cr- it's crazy to me. <laughs> no, it's no, not really though. Twenty five years. You think about. It, I mean, there's a lot. I'm I'm glad you I'm, had the. Um, what's the word I want to say? I, 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 to be able no. Well, but I'm saying as maybe, as we were but, then, I never would have guessed either one of us, no. especially would have written but, a book. That's but, what I'm saying. I think I think a lot of people say that. I think a lot of people when you're 25 you, years ago when you were 20 years old. Well, I'm still saying I never thought either one of us would have written a book. Ever. No, ever. Ever. I don't know who those people are, but then you find out, oh, you know, because now we know a lot of people that have written a book and it's because you do have good stuff and you've retained good things and you, you've recognized your experiences as being valuable. That's a really, that's a really good way to put that there. Right. Um, because I do not, I still, it's funny to even say, like, I'm not an author. Like I'm just straight up. <laughs> and if, <clears throat> excuse me, if any of you grammar Nazis, <laughs> Want to want to come over and start saying why? Well, why would he write that? I don't care. It don't it don't read the book. Right. It's not. Yeah. It's not about that. But like what you said, you through this crazy life, we all have gained so many things, right? Mm-hmm. And you learn things. And for what we do, we have been fortunate to sit in, listen to people's stories over and over and over and. You know, people that have done some heroic things, people that have done, you know, went to places where most haven't mm-hmm. athletically, maybe in the military, um, you know, being the best mom in the world, whatever that looks like. Right. And if you listen, there's just patterns in there, right? Like you, there's just simple things that these people do over and over. Mm-hmm. And the world today just is full of complexity. That's all it is. Shiny things. We'll talk about that later. Love me a shiny thing. <laughs> right? Yeah. But but the problem is, is you have to get to the place where you could recognize that, whoa, like I'm chasing everything. And, mm-hmm. you know, you wake up one day, you know, at my age, you know, 52 years old, mm-hmm. old dad, right? You just, <laughs> you wake up one day and you're like, like, how did I get here? Like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Am I too old? Right? Mm-hmm. You start thinking like, what am I going to do next? And you start questioning everything. That's where the midlife crisis phenomenon comes from. I mean, you're not alone in that. Yeah. I, that's, it, that's the thing is that it is very common. Mm-hmm. I think everybody goes through that. Yeah. And I think you busy yourself. Mm-hmm. I think you get, I think you get up every day trying, not, I'm not trying to corner anybody, but I would get up every day and just to stay busy, to stay busy, but for no reason. And do you know how miserable that is? Yeah. Like to overwork. Working hard, or not to say, smart. Or to say yes to everything. Because you yeah. don't, and you don't know why, and you're just like, why am I doing all this? Because mm-hmm. at the end, your kids are going to go, and all the busyness is going to leave, and you know what? You're still stuck with yourself. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, I'm there. My kids are, my, my son, I see him once a week. He's living with his buddies. My daughter's already packing her stuff to move into an apartment when she graduates high school in a year. So yeah, it's, we're, I mean, Beth and I now, and Soph works almost full time and is in school. And so she's hardly ever home. So yeah, you're sitting there after all it's said and done. Um, yeah, you gotta, you gotta be happy with yourself and the little world you've created. Otherwise yeah. you're going to be sitting in it for a long time by yourself. Having some things going on that are for you, that benefit you. As opposed to, it's like, you know, I mean, no matter how much you enjoy your work, you're working for somebody else if you're being paid by somebody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. And, and you're making their dreams come true. You're, you're working for them. Yeah, and I want to be perfectly straight up here. If, if you see a poster somewhere that says, go live your dream, that's dumb. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but that doesn't mean that we all don't have dreams, mm-hmm. right? I always like to say, you know, your dreams cost you nothing, but avoiding those dreams co- can cost you everything. Totally. That doesn't mean we can't dream, Mm -hmm. but, you know, money's a real thing. Responsibilities are a real thing. But you can still, can you find an hour a day to take care of you? That's a good point, Can you find 20 minutes to take care of you? And, you know, the whole concept of the book, and we can get in a little bit more, but this isn't about fixing bad relationships or anything like that. It's about fixing you. Mm -hmm. Because if you Mm -hmm. can't can't love, you know, my mom told me growing up, like, if you can't love yourself, you can't love it. You can't love How can others. you expect anybody else to? Right. You know, I mean, but you're right about the dreams. You don't work. You don't, you don't go live your dream. You work toward They're your tiny dream. tiny steps every you, day. You're working toward your dream. Right. But make sure you have, because for a lot of people, they do, like you were just saying, you go through the motions every day. You do. You get up, you go to work, you do your you best, do. you work hard, do this, and then you come home and then you're just like, okay, what am yeah, I going to do I'm going to go to bed. And, and that's okay. If that's for you, I just got tired of it. Yeah. If if it's if that's for you, that's great. If you are all about being a trillionaire, awesome. Well, that's if, true, but that's a dream too. That's there you go. Yeah, that's, that's people's dreams. I don't I don't yeah. judge anybody. Mm-hmm. I just want to know why. Like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you guys still doing this? I, w- I want to know. Right. Like, why Why are you still doing this? Why are you still doing this, Pat? I couldn't be. So, th- I, I know, but I, like you were talking about people that taking time off or whatever, an hour or so a day to take care of themselves. In And I'm being 100% honest when I say this. I don't have, I, there's no division between work and home for me. Like, cause I love my job so much and yeah. I love mm-hmm. what I do so much. And I never, Lenya, you mentioned about making, like working for somebody else to make their dreams come true. That I would have thought that like three years ago, but when we went through what we went through mm-hmm. with Parkville. I have zero interest in owning anything and doing right. anything for myself. That's your role. Right. And I absolutely, <laughs> and I really, it wasn't because it was fun when we did it, but it was so stressful and I'm just not cut out for it. Right. And so, and I, but you I tried, tried. We had, yeah. yeah, we tried. You tried. And I, and I, I, I love what I'm doing. Like this is, is what I would have written down 25 years ago that I wanted to be doing. So that's why I'm still doing this. Cause I absolutely, love, I can't imagine doing anything else. Can't imagine it. Mm-hmm. I can imagine doing tons of things. I mean, I love doing this. I love, this is, I, yeah, this is insane. Know. It just, you know, I, I love, I just, I like working with the, the people that we work with. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the thing that I enjoy. Um, and getting involved with what they're trying to accomplish. That's, that's fun to me. I mean, that, that part of it is fun to me is helping them try to make something come together. You know, yeah. it's like that I enjoy. Um, and just sitting and talking, you know, that, that to me, that's, that's not hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not but that's just what you do you know that's that's what we've always done yeah. right so it's not like uh preparation wise you know what you need to have when you come in here you know what you need to to prepare for right you know so that's not hard um but yeah as far as what we're doing i can't imagine well we had the opportunity to go somewhere else too mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. didn't have to do parkville mm-hmm. 
but the, it was like, well, there are a lot of other considerations, right? Families mm-hmm. and and starting over, yeah, you know, and that whole thing. And and granted, we wouldn't have been starting from the very bottom, you know, it would have been a different, whole different scenario. But um, when it came down to it, leaving here wasn't an option. That just wasn't going to yeah. happen at that time. I mean, think about it, because when we all first got in radio, there was no money involved, right? No. There was none, but there was, a, <laughs> but there was a drive. There was a, I mean, Pat, like we grinded and we didn't care. You, did you sleep at the station? Well, of course you did. Yeah. That's, I mean, I had the sleeping bag was at the station. It was, yeah, and yeah. it was, and and you'd stay in the overnights or or like I said, we were doing the overnight show mm-hmm. and then sleep and then get up in the morning and I was assistant promotions director, yes. right? I was basically intern assistant, right? And my for, at that first job, and it was it was, and and I get it, I. Couldn't I had nothing to complain it, about. We it, you you nothing weed people out. About. You weed people out pretty quick when you have to when you when that's what it takes to do a job that you love to do. Yeah. People that don't they fall off awful fast. They yeah. don't have that. They don't have that. Whatever right. it is. Yeah. But yeah, we all did. And we when you're the kept one that going. every time they turn around looking for someone to help and you're standing in front of them. Yeah. And they're like, oh god, oh hi Jill. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like, yes. Yes, I'll go. I'll go. How annoying was it? I know. And I mean, Give honestly, me even this morning, <laughs> this morning, Beth texted me and she, she, I was, she was, why'd you leave so early? And it's not like I'm not trying to, I'm not a superhero. I'm not setting my alarm to get up and go. But I just, when I wake up, it's like, I've, I start thinking about things to do. And it's like, I'm not going to sit at, ho- at home. I come in here, I go to work. Cause I, it, I just love it. Yeah. I, I love, you, I love immersing myself. in that's it. That's interesting. So like, I've changed my, my, what do I want to say? My daily, just as far as how, how I start my day. Mm-hmm. Is one of those like when I wake up, I don't jump out of bed. It's give myself a second to allow myself to collect my thoughts mm-hmm. and just kind of like lay there and just kind of think about what it would have, what's coming up today. What do I have going on? Who am I going to talk to? Mm-hmm. What am I going to wear? What am I? And just kind of just not not panic, mm-hmm. get up, um, but also taking some time just like to enjoy the sun coming up in the morning. Just like at those little gratitudes. Yeah, that's that snuck into my life, which is game really, changer. Yeah, it is. Total game changer, right? It really is. Um, slowing down and just kind of like, okay, mm-hmm. oh, wow. You know, that just that recognition of, of taking some time just for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I think about that time, you know, during a bunch of like, ref, you know, self-reflection and, and really digging into like, I wanted to understand how I ended up where I did. And I thought about, you know, why did I get in music or get in the music business, we'll call it, because I did other things in the music business. And you sit there and you go, well, I love music. You had to have. And I'm really digging in deep. Is like, mm-hmm. no, nope. I flunked out of college and mm-hmm. I felt like I had no option. And I started to gravitate towards people that were making careers out of and not relying on their college degree. And that led me to radio. And there was no way I was going to stop because I felt that if I did not make it in the music business, back then you were taught if you didn't go to college and get a good de- get get a degree, you were never going to work for a good mm-hmm. company. Doesn't that just make get a mad? pension? It doesn't make me mad. Mm. Understanding it now, I'm super happy. But that was my drive. Yeah, I didn't get into music because mm-hmm. your audiophile. No, I didn't care. Like, I was like, yeah. bro, you got you got one shot. Like mm-hmm. this is your this is your jam. Because if you don't make it here, who knows where you're going to end up? And just, I think that interest of starting to follow people and then being the annoying kid asking a million questions, right? Like, I'm still that annoying kid. I love learning. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm fascinated. Every day I get up to, to, to think, how can I ask a better question to get a different answer? Right. Like, I'm always 
thinking about that. So, so when you say you um, that radio wasn't your jam, it wasn't like, oh, I grew up on. That's all I wanted was being. No, radio. I saw I you saw were... Michael Jackson do the moonwalk, and I said, I don't know what that is, but I need to be in that business entertainment. That's a fact. Like that's what changed my mm-hmm. life. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I'm living in Omaha, Nebraska. And I have no. I'm not. I'm not going to Hollywood. Right. I, but how can yeah. I get in the business yeah. that doesn't need a college degree? Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's what led me to the internship in radio. That's what I felt when I saw Rocket for the first time doing the morning show. Correct. When I walked in there, I remember thinking, that's what I want to do. I don't know how to, to get there. I don't know how to do it. And somebody, I don't remember right. who it was, told me. You know it and you see it mm. and you're like, how do I get there? You can't, you, yeah, you can't put your finger on exactly what it is. And then you, you just sharing that with my people around me yeah. that they're, they were like, I'm like, there's just no way. Again, I'm in the middle of Omaha. I'm in Omaha. I'm in Waterloo, of all, of, yeah, you know. Yeah. And how on earth could I ever make this happen? And it's like, well, somebody has to do it. So why just can't? Why can't you do it? Yeah, I he even, made it. I never even considered that it was a job. Yeah, that, right. That's the there thing. You go. I didn't. I didn't know it was an opportunity until somebody said, "You should think about doing radio." Like, hit what? Yeah, I never you thought, make money no. doing that. Mm-hmm. That's well, they pay you, and that's and, and <laughs> the guy. Bit. The guy I was talking to did, but I was, yeah. you know, it was just like, what? What? Right. How? How do you do that? You know, what, how mm-hmm. do you do this every day? Because you just kind of think that, I don't know what I thought. I don't know. I really don't know what I thought, you know, uh, yeah. of the people that I knew that were in radio that I had listened to. I never even considered that it was an opportunity. I never considered yeah, it Yeah, I'm with you. I never thought about it. I mean, mm. Hot Scott growing up, like, no doubt. Right. I was like, that dude's amazing, never missed a show. But I didn't, I never thought. I mean, he came in and did a speech in my eighth grade bringing a boom box. And I was like... <laughs> That dude is incredible. Right. Yeah. Right. I didn't, but I would never, it never crossed my mind. Like, I want to be that guy. Yeah. Right. Because it just, that wasn't like a, a pilot coming in. No. You, you knew that was a gig, right? You yeah. knew that that was a job. And I think that's how anybody that finds their, their passion or something that they really, really love, that they probably, they feel the exact same way. Like, I can't believe I get to make money doing this because I love it so much. Or you feel like you have no other chance to make it. That's, that's it. I didn't, I didn't know it was, because I didn't know it was something I loved. Yeah. You know what I mean? It mm-hmm. was just like, that was an opportunity. It was like, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, let me take a look at that. And then I realized how the fun you could have and, and all the stuff that you could do mm-hmm. after the fact. Right. Because I didn't realize it was a thing at all. Yeah, I didn't know anything I about it. I didn't know it. I didn't know anything about it either. Didn't. I just knew like I was going to be digging ditches. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with digging ditches, no. but this dude doesn't like to dig ditches right here. <laughs> and I don't know how to, I can't fix anything. I have no, I don't have a trade. Nope. I can't do anything. I'm like, bro, you got to make this work. Got to yeah. find a way to make this work. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So, so let's talk about your book because I mean, talking about all of this, this is what kind of led to your book. Yeah. Uh, a lot of self-reflection. You know, I, I don't know, maybe three or four years ago, you know, I just literally was going through the motions, right? And I'll share the story. I didn't, I didn't write it even in the book, but, you know, my wife came up to me one day and she's like, like, you're gone. Like, I feel like you just want to go in the mountains and just disappear, right? I got young kids and I was just lost. Like, and I don't know why. And this was, this was before the pandemic and everything. Thank God that I finally yeah. was like, I need some, I got to, I got to mm-hmm. go. I got to dig, right? I need to understand. But I think it's just one of those things where, yeah, I just woke up and like, where am I? What am I doing? What's next? And, and you know, being the guy of the family, like you feel all this responsibility, which is totally wrong. I'm so proud that my wife makes more money than me now. Mm-hmm. And I'm proud that she's out there helping babies as a NICU nurse. Yeah. Like I, I, my, like my role now is to make sure she is prepped to do her best, right? But that was hard to swallow. 
and mm-hmm. hard to understand thinking I'm a failure. Um, I don't know what I'm going to make money. That's what guys are conditioned to, to We were to grew do. up. We, we grew up. Just go work harder. Mm-hmm. Right. Figure it out. Mm-hmm. Dumb. Yep. Because you can't. And if you know, you don't have the tools or the resources that we do now. And so I started searching for all those resources and tools. I did a ton of self reflection, like Mm -hmm. trying to understand how I ended up where I did. And through the years, I'm so grateful that I had written notes on notebooks. Mm. And we're talking from when I first got into radio. So I started just digging through these things. Like I, you know, you journal. My wife, I did, but I didn't know I did. I would write <laughs> ideas. Yeah, yeah. I would write. I would write ideas, but I wasn't writing my emotions. But I was writing. But I, what I, when I started going through there, I was seeing what was driving me. And then I was like, when was I the happiest? And that was when I got to San Diego, and started working at a dream job, my dream city. I'd lost a ton of weight, and I met my wife. And then I started. I could see in those years of like what I was writing then, mm-hmm. you know, and then I just mm-hmm. kind of dropped off. And so then I started reading. I was like, man, I was so happy back then. Mm-hmm. And how do I get to that point? Like, what did that look like? What was I doing? And I started like, you know, going in there and researching. And then, like I said, then things just start clicking. I always say when you start getting a focus it's like the new car syndrome. You buy a new car and then everybody's driving it, right? When you start searching for goodness, it starts flowing in, mm-hmm. right? And then, and so you're seeing all these, all these patterns. And then I'm thinking about all these interviews and then you're hearing other interviews, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, like I can hear this through a different lens now and everything's yeah, just clicking. And then there's, you know, you just see there's patterns. Do the basics really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, and it, yeah. it comes down to no. one thing: discover your. Per- it really does, and that's that's the whole thing is, you know, figure out why you're here. Like, what are you here for? That's and that's overwhelming, you know, just in and of itself when you first start. Um, but you're right about one thing. I like about what you're talking about is when I was happy. When was I happiest? Is what were the things that were going on around me and changed my mindset? And you realize that. It, it's like it, it works both ways. Like you were just saying, if you put it out, it comes back. Whatever you're putting out is what you're getting back generally. Yeah. And um, you, if you look back through, and I've done this before, and, and I, I see the roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. With life, like, and life is hard. It is. And Being it's like, a parent is hard. When you're at it your is peak, hard. Don't, aren't you pissed off when you realize, you know, it's like you had everything in place, and it was like you were really nailing it right there. Why did I not look around and do everything I could to maintain that? It's life. Because it's like you you just make assumptions that this is going to continue yeah. on. True. You have to be grateful every day. Every day is every, a, day. every day you wake up is is a freaking gift. Every day. You are lucky yeah. to be yeah. here. Yeah. Right. And and to to do the work every day. Mm-hmm. Because it's like okay, you've been working out every day and maybe you've lost all the weight, you know, you yeah. you've done this, you've done that, and then you decide, oh, I can give myself a break. And then you don't realize you're creating a new pattern. Yeah. Because you did that. Yeah. And, and I'm, that changes everything. Yeah. And I'm not a structured guy at all. <laughs> Most <laughs> minutes later. Obviously. You know, I mean, we're, we're just like, yo, let's try this. Let's try that. You know? You know, speaking of which, I, I have to point you have a friend here with you today. Yeah. Tyler. Uh, Tyler. Hello. <laughs> the yeah. voice in the corner. Tyler's, yeah. Tyler's a good dude. So, so interesting because you guys, what, what's your connection here? Uh, Scott photographed my wedding. Actually, a long time um, ago. A long time ago. We okay. Just, We've hit it we off. Clicked, yeah. yeah. Interesting. But you've seen how he works. Yes. And you come in here and you see, you see him and Pat. Yes. 
It's it's impossible that these two were able to do what they did because they're both the same person. Right. Yeah. They needed you. And keeping focus. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. They might they might argue that. But but at you know the, like the focus and the ideas and the way that they both operate. What were you when you walked in what are you what were you seeing? Uh, it's like two bros in college. <laughs> they, they, totally. they rolled out of bed, cracked open a beer, and their day started. <laughs> that's it. Who knows? It's all downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, but it started. We woke up, man. That's a gift, <laughs> but, right? <laughs> Amen. And there's beer in the fridge. But I got to yeah. tell you, you have you've changed because um, you've become more of what you're what you're describing. How you've changed over the last ten years, twenty years. And I haven't. It's not that I haven't changed, but like you are more of a. How many times have I called you with ideas and rattled for fifteen minutes? You're like, dude. <laughs> just focus on one and just make it yeah. happen or whatever. And that's, I, I, I try to do that, but I, I can't do that. I'm working on that. But you, you've accomplished that. You, you're able to focus a little more than I can. Well, when you work really close with a Navy SEAL commander and a psychiatrist and a couple of NFL dudes, like they don't like shiny ideas. So, mm-hmm. so let's, so to reintroduce the podcast and the people. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm a partner in a co- I'm a partner in a couple companies, but Performance Mountain is with Danny Woodhead, Matt Slauson, um, Jack Riggins, the commander, and Doctor Whitman. and Doctor Whitman all have been on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that company's Performance Mountain. I like to call that a lifestyle company <laughs> because those dudes like compete in golf now. So yeah. we work about two months a year, um, <laughs> and it's it's go time for golf. You know, yeah, the rest of it, which is great. And then Doctor Whitman. Um, is the the psychiatrist who works with all dealing with elite mindset? Yeah, I mean, he really, is, is, is talking so, about get your head straight. Yeah, he, he was working with ten teams about three years ago, and him, you know, him and I were the workers in in Performance Mountain, and we we're like, we want to do more. And he had already been working with like ten teams, volleyball primarily, you know, females mm-hmm. athlete. He's got a few Olympians, some other things going on, but he's like, what would this look like if we get twenty teams? Well, we're at 65 right now. Oh, my God. Wow. And we hired another person, and we're, we're trying to figure it out. And what, what we're both passionate about, I mean, we're helping our generation. We're giving them t- mindset tools mm-hmm. to, you know, hopefully be better at sport. But it's really in life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. We kind of diagnosed, of, you know, what these, you know, females average age, 13 to 21, of, you know, what, the, what are the top. 10 obstacles or challenges for him, mm-hmm. for them. I looked at him, I go, yeah, I, I can see all nine in my life. Mm-hmm. So it, it doesn't matter. We're all kind of confidence. We perfectionist. Mm-hmm. We, we, we are fear of other people's opinions. FOPO, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, without a doubt. See, I think, I think, and that's that, you know, cause you never want to, obviously in this day and age and we going through the pandemic, a lot of people were facing a lot of things or were forced to reflect on things because they had nothing else they could go do at that time. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so all of a sudden you're left alone with yourself. Yeah. Uh, I, once again. Right. And that's the, I'm going to let you finish that. But, <laughs> but, this, but, but for a lot of people, they think, Oh, you know, elite, you know, that they're, no, no, no. <laughs> and their problems are probably so much different than mine. And so much, you know, they've got so much more on their mind than I do. And I don't have any business feeling like I'm, they have, you know, it's, it's no, everybody's no. basically wired the same. Zero. There is zero difference. They have real life problems. They are just hyper focused on, they know their purpose Yeah. and they're using the tools to, they know how important it is to train their mindset, to regulate their emotions. That is, is mm-hmm. exactly what they do. And these tools, they're all free. Mm-hmm. 
it just takes a commitment to do it. So simple to, to do, or, you know, looks really easy, really hard to commit. But can you commit to 15, 20 minutes a day? That's, that's, the that's all it takes. Yeah. Literally, it's, it just takes. It's it kind of like when you work, go to the gym and you work out for the first, for the, for the first time. Yes. Go 15, 20 minutes a day for a week or so. Then you start seeing some results and then you start doing more go. and more and then you start focusing mm-hmm. and it starts making you feel better and it just feeds itself. It, I'm, so it, it maybe, maybe it doesn't make you feel better. Everybody's different. Yeah. You have to know yourself. The, the right? Being alone with yourself, the, one of the big things for me was, was shutting everything off. Mm-hmm. And so it was quiet. Mm-hmm. And or, were that's, we, or, and, or was it really quiet? Me, Okay, well, for you. But, for but then me, what happened? Yeah, okay. I was trying to keep your mind. You don't have to get up and go do that right now. Let's just let's yeah. just relax for a second. Just 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 sit here. Because for a lot of people, just sitting there isn't easy. I'm gonna share a story. <laughs> so I call it sit in your shit. And I'm gonna tell you how this started. So this is what it's called. So Lynn Barstow. Is that the name of the podcast? I know, I'm going to buy that URL, though, <laughs> if you don't already own it. I use the exclamation. I kept my book clean, so I use okay. the exclamation point. Exclamation point. <laughs> so when we worked in radio, we would do air check meetings. And we've, I think before you and I were tied together, I had to do it by myself. Air check meeting is you have to sit in with your boss once a week. They tape a show, and they critique you. I cringe. It's cringy. It's cr- it's the worst. Because you, you already think that you're bad anyway. Because yes. it's so early yes. in your career, then you're having Nothing somebody judge you and comes out pick of it apart. Oh, and they do, and you're just cr- you go. Oh, you can hear all your errors, and the boss mm-hmm. just sitting there. Like, why did I say that? Why did I do that? You know, and you're like, yeah. I didn't mean to do that, and you're scrambling. Anyway, Lynn, Lynn Barstow once said to me because I try, I didn't, I was trying to find my identity. I didn't know how, who I was going to be on the air, and I love this dude called Jed the Fish. Mm-hmm. And I used to, like, try to sound like him. Bad. And so Lynn just one day is like, look, dude. He goes, you're never going to see the light of day if you don't go figure out who you, who you are on the air. And I go, what does that mean? He goes, go lock yourself in a closet and figure it out. <laughs> so I kind of did that, and I, call, and I called it, like, you have to sit in your shit. And you have two things. You have ten minutes. You get two things you get to do. Nothing. Or figure yourself out. You can do no phones in there, nothing. Because we, we're going to go to the distractions. I call it tension and exit. Mm-hmm. The minute you start thinking about something and you want to get out of it, what do you do? Mm-hmm. Grab yeah. your phone. Yeah. And distract. Yeah. So we don't ever get to it. We go eat. Well, time to eat. Oh, I'm going to have another drink. Yep. The minute it starts to yeah. get uncomfortable, can you sit in it? Mm-hmm. Sit in it. And just evaluate yeah. what's, go- what's going on in here. Why am I trying to leave? What's causing that? You know, where do I have to be in such a hurry? Where do I right. really need to go? You got to, you, so you can, if you don't want to deal with it, just, you have to do nothing for 10 minutes. That's your deal. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that can be pretty intense for some people. It is. I mean, for just everybody. Bad things happen to people. I want to say right here, mm-hmm. this is not a mental health book or by any means. And I'm not a doctor and I'm very clear about that. I've, I've studied a lot. I work with the psychiatrist, but that doesn't mean we're, we're not treating mental health or these things that I've thought of, none of that is, you know, mm-hmm. if, you, right. and there is no shame if you, if you are stuck, cause bad things happen to really good people. Bad things happen to everyone. Mm-hmm. And I'm very aware of that. I work with a bunch of people that bad things have happened to, and there is absolutely no shame in admitting that you need help. None. Right. Zero. I, I love reading about, or, or sh- whether it's watching a movie or listening to a podcast or reading a book that's about, someone else's experiences and, and how they handled them. 
just you know what their triggers were, what the, what, yeah. what what caused them to. And it, that's not it's not you're not like it's not like I'm looking to them for medical advice to go to you know somebody and say, well, so and so did it this way, so that's why it's like, well, that's on you, you know, because that's what you wanted to do. But I like just because it gives you a, a different perspective. Yes, it gives you some new ideas, maybe. Yeah, no, no doubt. I, I, I the fastest way to learn is from others. There's no other. There's no other. You, there's no other way. Like just if mm-hmm. you li- if you looking for something, all you have to do is listen. People don't listen anymore. Mm. And if you want to know something, just listen. You'll find it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just be I, quiet I call- and listen. I mean, I think about that. Like, you know, if I could give myself the ultimate job title, I'm a listener of opportunity. Mm-hmm. It's what I've been doing my whole life. <clears throat> I take yeah. in information. I look at it and go, hmm, that's really interesting. And can I apply that to my life? That's, I mean, we steal ideas. We're not, I'm not trying to be another dude, not trying to be another female, but I like who this human is. I love their core values. Like, how are they moving through life? Like, mm-hmm. how are they flowing? What, what can I learn from that? And you take one, one or two things from each, pe- each yeah, person that you respect or that you, you take in, take in just a, a little, like the high points of each person. And that, that's what I do. And I, it helps me. And you're, and you're going to see a pattern. Mm-hmm. It's really simple. Mm-hmm. You know, it really, it, it, they're just really do you think grounded. That's, do you think that's why, I mean, you look at like Rogan's podcast. I personally, I think he's one of the best listeners there is. He's really smart too. And he's really smart because he asks great questions, but he listens. Cares. He's, mm-hmm. he's genuinely paying attention. And that's why his podcast lasts for three hours because he's listening as they're talking. And then he goes, he asks the obvious questions yes. that need to be asked yes. to understand. Right. Like he, he really wants to understand. And I think that's why people like listening to him because he does do that. That's, it's like, Oh my God, that's what I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Or, Oh my God, that's a good question. <clears throat> Whether or not you are interested in all the subjects that he talks right. about, but when he does, when he does hit on something that gets your attention, it's like that's what I wanted to ask. I would sit there and talk to that guy for three hours too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. If I could. Yeah. No, he's he's really good at listening, and he's really that's, good at questioning, and, and he's smart. And he's smart. He is really smart. But uh-huh. the the whole listening thing, I think that's what's so novel about his podcast. Yeah. Is for a lot of podcasters, they don't no. listen. I mean, but then that's just with experience, right? I'm not here to say people suck at podcasting but they no. don't they don't know they don't they don't you know it you have to listen and that's conversations it's so <laughs> that's not just podcasts. no it's just in that's day to day right you see yeah. that happen and, in, comfort, in in interactions all yeah the time. yeah people people love themselves man they will tell you everything <laughs> it's funny like everybody's so worried about what other people's thinking you know like, like bro they're so concerned about themselves. They don't even care don't what care. you're wearing right they what don't are care you worried about? so nervous about what everybody else is my saying my daughter come care. home and go all right I sneezed in the middle of class. I was like, nobody cares. <laughs> but she doesn't know that, right? right? I like, know that's... I, it's if, all good. We don't know that until we get later Unless on in life. Unless you drop a bomb, they might yeah. remember or that. Or you puke all over somebody's back, they might remember yeah. that. Yeah. But other than that, right? they okay. don't care. Nobody yeah. cares. Oh, my God. No, that's, that's, that is true. What was that saying about if you knew how little people think about you? You know, they, they really don't think. Yeah, it's they not don't. that they don't think little of you. They just barely, they just they're don't think about you. They're too worried about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they they don't. They're too caught. And, you know, let's be honest. Most all of us are wired, wired for negativity. Why do I mm-hmm. suck? Why is this person not like me? Because right? the, the opposite of that is boastful. <laughs> yeah. The opposite of that, you, it's, it's, mm, it's, it's a weird line of being of, of selfless and selfish mm-hmm. um, where you, you want to be, you're, you're taking care of everything around you. 
and really that's very selfish or, mm-hmm. or, or, or uh, narcissistic that I can take care of all of this. I'll take care of all of this and you never take care of yourself. But you're well, taking that's, care of everything around And, and I you. would ask, why are you doing that? Why? Because I would say, what are you avoiding? You're totally avoiding something. What are you right? avoiding? Yep. You don't want to be quiet and figure out what you want. You right. just you, you just keep yourself busy right. by helping other people. So you kind of feed that. I'm a hero to everybody. Selfless, but you think you're right, being right. selfless. But right? subconsciously, you're hiding job. from something. You're not. Oh, you're not. There's no doubt. Right. And, mm-hmm. it, and, it, it, and, you know, some people that are, you know, I'm the most giving person. And then I'll sit there and go, well, in your head. <laughs> but, but really, like, you're the most high maintenance when mm-hmm. you think you're the easiest. Like, Ooh. it's always hard with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, just most people aren't self-aware. And, you know, I'm going to blame that on distractions. And we've got more of them. Yeah. We have more vices oh, to a run to instead of run away from. And, um, you know. Hide behind. Yeah. Hide behind. And, yeah. you know. It, yeah. It's um, it's really interesting. You know, I just listen a lot different now than I used to. And, um, yeah. I mean, Pat, mm-hmm. I was like you. I had a million things going in my head. It was miserable. Mm-hmm. And then when you just really just, you know, I listen to you, right? I don't sit there and interrupt you. Like, I listen to it and go, that's dumb. So why don't you do this? Focus on what's good. Uh-huh. But everybody Here. needs that person. Everybody I, needs that. I use Tyler all the time. And I, I, right? I have my people. Like, I does, run yes. things. And I, I do. He does. We yeah, do. It's, a, it, and there's, an hour, it's pure and honesty. Like, you've said nothing. Yeah. Like, why aren't you listening? You yeah. answered your own question. You, you, right. you know, and, and <laughs> one, something we said earlier, we said earlier, doing, some, doing things alone is boring. Right. It's important to find your community, your people. And maybe you haven't found them yet. Yet. Mm-hmm. You're going to find them because once you start putting out what you're looking for, what you need, you're going to find them. Mm-hmm. It's the minute you get vulnerable is the minute you're going to find your person. Yeah. And that's, it's okay to admit, you know, I admit I've struggled with weight my whole life, right? My wife makes more than me. I've changed careers <laughs> a million times mm-hmm. on the outside. That looks like that kid's a freaking mess. <laughs> what is he doing? Yeah. What is he lost? Why is he running a marathon? He's 52 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm not running a marathon because I have midlife crisis. It's me versus me. It's me wanting to challenge me because I know if you're challenging yourself, you're trying to grow. Mm-hmm. And during that process, I'm going to dedicate all that time to thinking and trying to be better. That's very true. Because when you're training, you're it's training me by versus yourself. me. You're, yeah. You're taking, yeah, and I am so. a lazy fat kid at heart. Right. No <laughs> doubt. Amen. I am. You know, one of the things that I really learned about what we went through with Parkville is yeah. that it's okay um, and I'm not, I'm talking about at work, at home or whatever, to, to, to tell people you're not good at something like to, to yes. acknowledge the fact that yes. I am not good at this. And that doesn't mean you're lazy. It doesn't mean you don't want mm. to be good at that. You yes. just are being honest with people and saying, I'm not good at staying on track. I'm not good at accounting. I'm not, I'm not, I'm terrible at that. Mm-hmm. So I'm putting that out there. And I couldn't, I couldn't have done that because in our previous lives, no. you had, you were, you were made to feel like if you didn't do everything, your job's at, at stake. Mm-hmm. So you had to fake it. You had to mm-hmm. pretend and being able to be confident enough to say out loud, I'm not good at X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So I need I'll do, else to do it, it, but I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I think so there's, you know. <laughs> there's no better inner freedom than knowing who you are and what you're good at and what you're not. Mm-hmm. And people are totally cool if you say, uh, yeah, I suck at this. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at it. I, that was part of where I was when I was broken. Like I was saying yes to everything, trying to figure out. And then I would be spending relentless amount of time trying to learn something new. And then I felt like a failure. It was just a terrible right, rough. rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, uh, 
like I said, I don't, I don't know everything. It's just kind of my way. I've, I've figured out a system from all the things that I've heard. I call it like the four pillars of care, like clarity. Who are you? Acceptance. Can we accept that? I've struggled with my weight my whole life and that's okay. That doesn't mean I'm lazy. It doesn't mean you stop. That means I keep going, but but I accept. Body image is a really big, big deal. Oh my God. Okay. Okay. My nose is big. Okay. I can't do anything about it. Maybe, you know, maybe you can get surgery, but that's okay. Haven't we talked about this with your kids before too? Like the, the, the self-talk. Oh, Um, we're going to get it. Yeah. Self-talk is everything. Trust me. Self-talk is confidence. You see it in children and you're like, holy crap, they're too young to be doing this. I'm uh, dealing with one. Yeah. Right. But we've, we've, we flipped that by an easy, the three good things. But we didn't have gratitude. a name for that when we were younger. No. We didn't know. We didn't know. Parents didn't, didn't know. I don't blame my parents. Right. No, didn't I don't blame them. They didn't know. Yeah. So okay, acceptance, yeah. you know, there's, there's many layers on that. You mm-hmm. know, maybe my mom avoided me as a kid. Like, you have to accept it mm-hmm. if you want to move forward. You have to accept it and move forward. It. You can't change it. It's not your fault. Nope. Right? Resilience. Right. How do you build resilience? Okay, we have this great banner on the wall of who we want to become. What are you going to do about it? You can mm-hmm. say what you want to do. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. How are you going to be resilient? When it sucks, how are you going to get up and do it again? How are you going to go sit in your shit? How are you going to do that? Mm-hmm. Because you're clear of what the heck you want. Yep. So then you have your resilience. And the last thing, creativity has played a huge part in my life. It has been my driving force through life mm-hmm. is expressive. How mm. are we going to express our purpose? How are we going to live that externally and internally? Ours, authentic, not trying to be anybody else. So those are the four pillars of really getting down to your purpose, accepting mm-hmm. where you are right now. Here's where I am. It's cool. Yeah. Just write it down. Right. Here's who I am. It's, it, it, it is what it is. It doesn't have to define me. I'm going to no. move. And, it and is also, never too late to change. Can it's it never. also be a good place that you're in a good place, but you're feeling some unease and it's like you feel guilty because you're in a good, like, okay, yeah. where we were. You know, it's like I've. You know, it's like you felt bad because you felt like you wanted something different or more, and you have a you have it good where you are. Yeah. And then somebody said to me, "Don't ever let a good day interfere with a great day." So it's just because you have a good thing going doesn't mean you can't have a great thing going. Right. And you feel guilty for wanting more. Don't feel guilty for wanting to change the path, but don't let a good thing interrupt you know or get in the way of a great thing. Yeah. Yeah, no um, doubt. Right? I yeah. mean, there's, there's, some, there's good things that you need to accept as well as the bad. Mm-hmm. That, you know, maybe you were fortunate. Maybe you were fortunate and you had X, Y, and Z. But that doesn't mean that's not your fault either. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, right. yeah. I mean, and, and, you know, obviously it's, it, once again, I, I, I can just roll it off the tongue. It takes a lot of work. You but know? Is it this, okay, you didn't even, we haven't even talked about the name of the book um, and what age is your edge. Age is your edge because... <laughs> Like we said earlier. Use is wasted on the young. Yeah. <laughs> we, age is your edge because we have like learned that. things. If you don't think you can start over, we've been doing hard things all of our lives. Well, like what other choice do you have? Like if you're at a point where in your life yeah. where you feel like you want to start over, you have to start over, like it's either that or, I mean, what's our other choice? Yeah. There mm-hmm. is, and, you know, I always yeah. say we right. have, yeah. we right. have, every day we wake up, we have a choice on our attitude. Do mm-hmm. we want to suck today or do we want to, do we want to be negative or positive? Because let me tell you, negativity is contagious. Positivity is contagious. Uh, oh, so, dude, I'm d- just not, no specific examples, but there in the last six months, 
uh, people, not not just in the office, but in our in, lo- in our life in general, that they've been extremely negative. The vampires, uh. and it and it, it's almost it was in in a, sp- a specific case, it was almost instantaneous when that negative energy was <laughs> removed from the situation uh. that everything. Things yeah. that didn't even weren't what? even affected by yeah. this person specifically directly changed, mm-hmm. uh, like almost overnight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's it's contagious. Negativity is contagious. Is. But That's we've crazy. you know as we get older we've learned things and we just don't get we, people don't give themselves credit. Number mm-hmm. uh, now we'll tell that from working with people, I talk to a lot of people, I help a lot of people, and they just don't get you don't give themselves credit. It's always mm-hmm. the they just barf up the bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I let them get it out. I just listen to it. Okay, cool. And then yeah. I just move into, you know, well, what do we do good? And sometimes people can't figure it out. They don't have anything nice to say to themselves, but that's okay. They just, you just sometimes need help. You need to find that person that can help you see what you can't. Yes. And that's what it is. The other thing, everybody's creative. Don't tell me you're not. You are. I will show you how you are. Mm-hmm. So creativity, I believe, is so aligned with self-awareness, self-discovery, and how you move through life and and that's really through the lens through positive psychology through creativity um you know Mm. really simple basic things it's not groundbreaking i didn't make any of this (laughs) none of this is new it's just that i've just really honed in i really really care Mm -hmm. about showing people how awesome they are i just do because if you can give someone hope yeah look out Changes everything. Right. A lot of people just have been in bad places or bad situations, and they just, or they haven't found somebody that can see it. And I can mm-hmm. find something in anybody, and that's not even reaching. Like you'll see right. something, right? You know. No, so, so age is your edge. I, I think it's important because midlife, there. If you look at all science research and everything, there's not a lot of work done in midlife people. Mm-hmm. It's it's usually younger generation, older generation. So it's really an untapped. It's oh, the sand. Yeah. It's like a sand. It's yeah. a sandwich generation forever. Yeah. It's like once you reach this, when you come into that certain age. Yeah. And until you are way over here. Yeah. They're really not going to pay a lot of attention to you, and that that's in every field. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. like medically. That's oh, like I mean, it's the whole. Right. If you want to get into getting <laughs> getting a job at mid age, I'm not even going to go into that. That fires me up. They got yeah. everything around. They got everything. If you're if you're old, yeah. and you're looking fires for something to do in a, in a job, and they've created industries and they've pre- created avenues for older yeah. people to get back into the workforce, and the same way with the the young. But then it's if you're in that middle, yeah. it's kind of like well, and then you've got these good. people that are. <laughs> stuck at 20 years got to finish out their career right they, they're scared every day to go to work are they going to fire me are they not going to fire me so there's this constant panic yeah going on but they need to work and they but it's i want to do something it's sad yeah 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 the golden handcuffs like they make enough money it's where they don't sad. It, it sad. hey um, i have a meeting yeah. in two minutes at 10 o'clock it's for 57 actually it's three minutes um yeah up no. up yeah okay well why don't we just wrap this up and then we can go ahead and and finish the podcast later Okay. Well, or, or because we, we have two ads to do and we still need to. So let's just, let's go ahead and wrap things okay. up and then we'll finish it later. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Okay. Where were we? Um, <laughs> you said, what'd you say? I can't remember. I didn't listen to it. Um, <laughs> cause he's worried about his meeting. <laughs> I am. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about the golden handcuffs. Golden handcuffs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Golden handcuffs. Yeah. Uh, I can wrap it up. So. Okay. Um, yeah, it, it's such a bad deal, but you know, age is your edge. I'm really care about, cause I, I'm actually, I'm a midlifer. I wrote the book so right. it's through my lens. Mm-hmm. So I, it's only fair to like 
say, you know, I can't solve everybody's problems, but here's my thoughts at midlife. Maybe you can relate. Maybe you can't in the tagline or whatever you call it is, you know, how to find purpose and fulfillment in midlife. In midlife. So, okay. Is this your first book? My first and last. (laughs) How How many pages? Oh, it's 20,000 words. It's small. It's, about, say, it's, like, it's, it's more of a guide because I'm passionate about questions. So there's actionable items. Half the guide is written through my thoughts, philosophies, mm-hmm. and then there's actionable items to do it, to journal it out or do whatever Some you need. thought maker or thought. Yeah. Get yeah. Cause I'm going to leave you all with a question before okay. I leave. I'm going to okay. leave everybody. All but, right. Um, yes. So thanks for having me on. You bet. But I want you to think about this. Are you living a life not to fail? Or are you living a life to succeed? Mm-hmm. It's a good question. There we go. Thanks, Scott. Thanks, buddy. ScottPapik.com, guys. Mic drop. Mic drop. And a big thank you, uh, before we do wrap things up today, to Centris Federal Credit Union for hanging in with us. We're almost through the six-month or six month mark, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's super crazy. It feels like this just got rolling. Feels like we've been together forever, and I don't know if that's a good thing or not. Right? I think it's a good thing. <laughs> I think it is. I right? think it's a good thing. Yeah, I think so. I hope they feel the same way because uh, certainly we've enjoyed um, having them as a supporter for our podcast, and I know that they've done some great things for several of our listeners. They have already, and yeah, and they did great things for my grandparents when they were alive. <laughs> I kind of got dark, but I'm just saying. <laughs> so we're rolling into July, slow but sure. Um, and one of the things that we do want to remind you of, and I know things are changing fast on the um, home market when people are thinking about buying homes or refinancing, they still have their deal. It's still on the website. And, and right now it's pretty remarkable when you look at what the rate is that they're offering. And there are not a lot of hoops to jump through on this. Mm -hmm. But when you see the rate that they're offering compared to what you're seeing every day, and you know that things are starting to change, it's definitely worth it to take some time. Go to centrusfcu.org to see what they have there. It's a 10-year ARM, which adjustable rate mortgage. And it could be just what you're looking for, whether it's for purchase or refinance. Yeah. All the information is um, on centrusfcu.org. Or if you have some questions, which you probably do, just call someone and talk to them. 402-334-7000 and talk to a human being here in Omaha because they're local. Exactly right. Uh, And just a reminder, too, uh, Union Omaha is going to be playing this weekend. As we're rolling in, it's said July 4th. Uh, July is just around the corner. They're going to be playing on the 1st, which is Friday night. And um, they will be playing, I think it's the Charlotte Independence. Yes. Perfectly, right? perfectly timed. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So that's going to be going on. It's also uh, Youth Soccer Night is that night, so you can bring the kids out. Uh, might be a way for maybe maybe your kids never been to a, one of the this level of a, of a soccer game before. And if they're into soccer, definitely. If you've never been. Just take it. And if the weather hangs like it's been. It's going to be awesome. It might be one of those crap. things like we were talking about with Scott. It's like you. The, your, it also takes us for your, your kid to see soccer in mm-hmm. real life one time to realize they're hooked. They want to get into it. And there it could be they do are yeah. good enough. It could be free college for you. Be, right? Think about that. <laughs> and then Think you about can go that. back and talk to Centris. That's right. It all ties in. <laughs> it's all tied together. <laughs> but yeah, do that. Do, do yourself a favor. Take the kids out for that. A lot of great events still coming up this summer with both uh, Union Omaha and the Storm Chasers. And links in our description of our podcast for um, information on Scott. His book. Uh, his book. Um, also, Centris and the uh, and Union. All that good stuff. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah. Yeah. Pat and JT Podcast. A Huda Media Production.